I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sonia. And welcome back to the Her Exchange podcast. We're still in the holiday spirit. Still holiday. And we're talking about the dreaded holiday parties and possibly the worst part, the plus one. What do you do about the plus one? Do you have to bring a plus one? Let's break it all down. First of all, I'd like to say it's not prom. Breach. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that you have to bring a plus one with you to every party. I think you should be able to stand alone. Now, let's go back a second here because I have never worked for a company that had a plus one party. It has always been like on Friday, we're going to break at noon and everybody make their way down to the cafeteria and we're going to have karaoke and some light and pickies and perhaps a very, very cheap bottle of two buck chuck. So that is the kind of party. So what are the parties that you're talking about, fancy pants? My company has always had black tie parties. We're like literally you show I up have in a dark the suit. Wrong place. <laughs> we also used to refer to those days as the big shrimp days where we would just toss giant shrimp off of the top floor of the building. Uh, so yeah, we used to have these amazing parties where it would be really fancy and it would be a time to dress up and it would be please bring your spouse and or date. And I think sometimes it's easier to go without a date to those kind of parties. Totally agree. So when it says plus one and you panic, what is the married woman or man to do? I think if you are married, you have to bring your spouse or nobody at all. You can't bring like your best girl pal. How come? I just think it's not necessary. It sort of implies that you need a crutch to have conversations with people that you see for eight hours a day, five days a week. Wasn't that bringing your spouse? I mean, what if your spouse, like your spouse, for example, this is not his favorite thing to no. do, right? Holiday parties are not like, yes. So why make him sit through it? I mean, leave the poor man alone. Well, you know, if he told me, and I think... And this Malcolm, all- you're welcome. <laughs> I think that if you have the kind of spouse who really hates it and you should have a conversation with that person, if they don't want to go, you should not force them to go. But I do think that if you are married, it is a good time for you to... Uh, show a different side of your personality to your bosses. Like, hi, I have a spouse and this is the person and they compliment me in such and such ways. Because if you are trying to climb the ladder in your corporate situation, I think it is always helpful to know the kind of person who is supporting you at home. I don't think it's necessary. And I think it is better if your spouse is going to have sour face through the entire event to not bring them at all. Yeah, that's true. I agree that it is nice, almost as a campaign, right? Think about we're in the middle of a presidential ramp up, right? So you want to know who the other person's other person is because it tells you a lot about who they are. So I think it is a great opportunity to get to know somebody and find out who they are. You know, they're a real bear at the office, but wow, you can tell that they're not wearing the pants at home. Okay. (laughs) So it gives you a different vantage point. So now what about for our single ladies? Oh, single single ladies. ladies. (laughs) I think that for single ladies, if you are not currently dating somebody, go alone. And now when you say not currently dating, I would suggest that if you have just started dating somebody, if you are under the three-month time frame, this is still a new person. This is practically stranger danger. (laughs) So... 
it is not the right time to expose them and to make your debut as a couple. Or is it? Well, you know, I think that you have a good point. Like maybe you feel like, hey, let's see if this person can hang at the office party to decide if they are worth the long term investment. But I also think that's a lot of pressure to put on the other person to engage with a group of people where he or she barely knows you in this situation. Correct. So, you know, that's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Even and for it, an extrovert. For sure. I agree. And I think that there's also an expectation on you if this is a new relationship. People are going to ask, like, how was Steve on down the road? And you're like, Steve and I broke up. You know, like, <laughs> maybe you want to know it's on more firm ground before you're parading it about. Use your discretion. So let's talk about how to prepare that plus one for the holiday party you've decided to take somebody how do you prepare them for what to do one you should tell them what to wear for the very least first thing is you what is the dress code yeah. and dress that person you can't leave that willy-nilly because there are plenty of non-dressers out there i wouldn't suggest matching outfits as though it's an ice capade <laughs> but i do like a nice we came together moment. That's that's a nice idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Then I want to think about who do we need to meet and contact today? Go back to our last week conversation where we talked about being strategic about the party. Are there people that you're going to target that you want for mentorship? Is there the CEO going to be greeting people, the COO? And let your plus one know in advance who those people are. And I think it's a good part of any relationship to have an open communication with your plus one and say, hey, I really need you to back me up when we talk to the COO and look like Nancy Reagan and stare adoringly at me while I talk. And if your spouse is on the antisocial side, maybe warn them and say, hey, I'm going to be doing a lot of mixing and mingling, but you know, remember Jim that you met at the party a couple of weeks ago? He's going to be there, and I'm sure he'd love to see you. So set them up for success. I always pre-feed my husband a full meal before we go to any party because uh, he's always hungry. Absolutely. Going back to last week, pre-meal, pre-game oh, partying yeah. with your own food is essential because you know you're going to get there, and it's going to be light and pickies. I don't know any party serving dinner, so there's nothing worse than being the plus one. And, and being starving to death right there. Last week we talked about booze and yourself, but now it's booze and plus one. So if you got a real booze hound you're bringing with you, remind them of the two drink maximum <laughs> rule. That this is not the time to go all in. That they are there at a work function that this is still work. So even if you're in a party atmosphere and your work likes to get down, I would suggest that they stick to the two drink rule as well. And just remember that they are an extension of you. If they show their ass, it is basically you showing your ass. <laughs> and nobody wants to do that at work. No. So let's review what we've learned, right? It's okay to bring your plus one. It's okay to not bring your plus one, right? This is really about what you're comfortable with and how begrudgingly your plus one is going to go with you. Remember to prepare and research before you get there. And then when you get there, don't be a guzzler. Slow drink through it and work the room. Be strategic and ultimately have an amazing time and post your pictures with us. Do your research, but don't overthink it. Enjoy yourself. Yes. Have a great time at those holiday parties. Tis the season to be merry after all. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> We love hearing and seeing what you guys love about the podcast. So we want to see what you're wearing to your holiday parties. And come share and check out what other people are doing so you'll know that your company isn't as crazy as you think. Everyone's <laughs> crazy. I'm Stephanie. Thank you for listening so much. And I'm still Sonia. 